everything you need is found in its pages. Praise God. Hallelujah. So glad to have Brother and Sister Hall back with us. And what a blessing they are to this church. We're so glad that they are here. Brother Hall was with us a number of years ago, Brother and Sister Hall, and they were a blessing back then. And then they moved on, did some things for God, did a work for the Lord, and now they've come back home. And we're glad that they're here. And I'm looking forward to hearing him preach the word of the Lord tonight. Amen. Are you ready for the word of the Lord? Amen. Brother Hall, come on. We love you. We're glad that you're here. Preach to me tonight. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, everybody. Are you glad to be in the house of God? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. I, I tell you what, I thought I was going to sing. Maybe, maybe I might have a singing spirit on me, so y'all can be seated. I'll see how I can last here with my voice. See what key that is. Just open up and let her fly. <clears throat> It's my desire to live for Jesus. It's my desire to live for Him. You see, I too once was lost. But I found my way to God. Yes, it's my desire to live for Him. If you could see where Jesus brought me from to where I am today. Then you would know the reason why I love him so. Now you can take this world's wealth and riches. I don't need her fame. It's my I too once lost, but I found my way to God. Yes, it's my desire to live for Him. If you could see where Jesus brought me from, to where I am 
Stand and sing it with me. desire to live for him. See, I didn't always know about this. I didn't know about the Holy Ghost until I was 26 years old. I didn't know if there'd be any Holy Ghost or not. None of my family is in the truth. Amen. They'd go to a church and make the uh, <coughs> motions. And uh, I went I was raised up in a church where when I sneezed, they'd all turn around and look at me. And I said, man, there's no nurses in this place. But anyway, thank you musicians. I appreciate that. And uh, I am like um, I am glad for all that are here tonight. The visitors, praise God. See, I used to be a visitor, and but when I felt the love of God emanating through people, I said, "This is what I was looking for." I ain't never felt that before. I don't know what this ringing is, but we okay. He's working on it. All right. Well, uh, if we would turn to Luke chapter one. And uh, I love the Word of God. I love the Word of God. I tell you, I tell you what. If you just fall in love with the Word of God, you can't read it like you can read just any old book, because it just ain't no any old book. It ain't got no just any old authors. They were they were wrote the inspired word as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. So if you want to understand it, you're going to ask, have to ask God, the Holy Ghost, to help you understand it. So if they were uh, uh, inspired to write the Word of God as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost, we're going to have to have the Holy Ghost to help us understand it. You can't read it just like a, a Louis L'Amour novel. You've got to read it and say, God... This is holy. God gives us uh, God gives us inspiration, teaching. This is our blueprint, amen, for the holy house that he 
wants us to be. Uh, Luke chapter 1. I know y'all stand. I am too. Praise <laughs> God. I'm standing too. I'll give you a break in a minute. <laughs> Praise God. I've got, first of all, I count it an honor to be back here in uh, uh, the Truth Church. When we were here, we left on good terms, didn't we? Left on good terms. In fact, Izzy told me I had to go. Praise God. He, uh, well, oh, that didn't come out right. Uh, he said that there was a church come open. He asked, he said, we just come in from vacation from Maryland. And I just laid down, got to take a nap, drove a long way. And uh, he said, oh, oh, you're back. Uh, you still got a burden for Lawrence? Oh, what? What? Uh, I said, well, I just talked to Bishop Westberg and we both concur that you need to, uh, you're the man for the city. And, uh, and I said, okay, so anyway, he, we left on good terms. I just want to leave it at that. So, but we're glad we're back. We pastored for 14 years and went and helped uh, Pastor Gulf and Kayla. And then so he closed that work down. So I, we wanted to come back here. So, wow. That, all I can say is, wow, you young people and you middle-aged people and you old folks. Brother Nelson, praise God. Y'all are, uh, everything is. <laughs> praise God. We got a good spirit here. From the ministry to the congregation, there has, a, 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 you, you share the burden of the pastor. And it wasn't here when I was here. No one comes to me because I was with him. But uh, it, was, it was some hard knocks when I was here. Uh, he said, he asked me before I left, he said, uh, he said, I want you to stay a little while. You, your work's on hold. I've had 40 people leave me, so you need to stay here until the door opens up. So anyway, I'm just saying we're, we're on good terms. I, I give honor to God, first of all. give honor to the bishop. I appreciate him. love him. I'd take two bullets for you. Praise God. The third one, I don't know. <laughs> but see, I would. <laughs> Somebody comes in here with a bullet, they're going to have to get through me to get to you. I'll tell you that. But I appreciate God. I appreciate what I feel in this place. It is my honor to be behind this holy desk to preach to you. Thank God for all the visitors and, and for all the people, the regulars. And uh, I, I love coming to the house of God. I hate missing because I, I'm afraid to miss something. I'm afraid I'm going to miss something, you know. Because there's always something good going on in the house of God. Can you say amen? amen. Okay, I'm going to need your help tonight. I need you... Uh, I need you to help me, and if, uh, if I can't help you, I'll get out of your way. So I just want to say something that might encourage you. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you what, I've raised, been raised up in the Methodist Church. They read the Word of God. That's it. They didn't teach. If you sneeze, you was in trouble. You couldn't clap your hands and uh, just read the Word of God. And, and that's what got a hold of me is I, I, I read it and I believed it. So we just want God to work for us tonight. So Luke chapter 1 verse 26. And the sixth. And in the sixth month. The angel Gabriel was sent from God. Unto a city of Galilee. Named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man. Whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her. And said hail. Thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. The angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou, art, thou hast found favor with God. 
And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. And it's all capitalized. In fact, as you look it up, it means Jehovah has become our salvation. So, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And uh, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So you medical people and biologists, who's the father? The Holy Ghost. Good. You got an A tonight. The Holy Ghost is the Father. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Now I want you to listen to this and remember this. You can recite this. For with God, nothing. Everybody say it again. For with God, nothing is impossible. Let's lay our Bibles down. Pastor uh, Brigham, would you uh, pray? Hallelujah. You might be seated. Praise God. For with God, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I want to tell you, I want to tell you for uh, the Holy Ghost to overshadow a young virgin and for her to become a child and 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 have uh, the Son of God, Jesus. And uh, she was married, the mother of God, not the, I mean, mother of son of God, not the mother of God. Okay? And uh, we can prove through Scripture, Mark chapter 3, that Joseph and her, after she had Jesus, they had, uh, Joseph and Mary had other children. So that, that was good. I believe God had that set up so that she wouldn't stay a virgin. Because then they would worship her and try to make a God out of her and put her name in a prayer or something like that. Who would have think that somebody would even think of that, you know? Why would even somebody even think about worshiping a woman, amen, just because she was highly favored of God? Nothing is impossible with God. Let's go to uh, Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 and verse uh, uh, 14. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with him. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, they were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And when he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And what so... 
wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him straightway, that spirit, that evil spirit, tear that boy, and, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, Jesus asked his father, how long ago is it since this, this child it came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oft times it has cast him into the fire and unto the water to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe. From a miracle for a virgin to conceive and have a child, they've been talking about this since it happened. Even the scribes and Pharisees, we be not the son of fornication. They can't believe that a man was involved. Fact is, this the, one of the largest churches there in Lawrence, it's a... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of church it is. I know they they don't believe much. They're good people, but they don't believe much. But uh, the pastor himself said he doesn't believe in the miraculous conception of Jesus Christ, the birth. He said there had to be a man involved somewhere. I said, well, you know that guy don't believe much because it's in the Word of God. It's in the Word of God. So why can you believe something different? If the word of God says it. And he said, with God all things are possible. It's possible. You're looking at, you're looking at a miracle. You're looking at a guy who used to own a beer joint at 19 years old. I ain't proud of it. But I'm so happy that God delivered me. I wanted to kill two men. I'm not proud of it. But God delivered me from it. And now I want to invite them to church instead of kill them. Praise God. God took murder out of my heart, and, and God took the cussing and the drinking and the, and the tobacco and, and the lying and the cheating and the stealing, took all that from me. Hey, look, I am not proud of that, but I am so happy that God delivered me from it. Praise God. I am one of those miracles. Amen. With God, all things are possible. He changed me. Amen. He changed me into a new creature. I often say this here but I guess I can say it now Darwin almost had it right he, he, you know it was close we didn't come from monkeys we come from a gorilla Peter said we without God we were brute beast so why put a little monkey in us get a beast like a, a gorilla because without God we are gorillas a brute beast without kindness without not you just go around knocking things over not caring about people so he got it almost right <laughs> Without God, you're a brute beast. You're just a wild, a wild thing. Praise God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that? That's oh, a rose. But after the Holy Ghost, oh, wow, that's God's creation. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, you better thank God you didn't know me, B.C. Praise God. I know I've forgotten about all that. Praise God almost. 
But I I am not proud of my past. But I'm just telling you, God changed me from my past. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. I am pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing my way. I've got to make heaven my home. Hey, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Put away my animalistic ways. Praise God. All that thing with Darwin was just a theory anyway. I wish I would have kept the article from Life magazine. The two guys that testified, that come clean. They said, look, we was with Darwin. He got us together. And he said, uh, let's make a pact that uh, we evolved from a turtle and, uh, and uh, whatever. I don't know, a monkey, whatever. And, uh, and, uh, because I'm going broke. And he won a Pulitzer Prize, and that was $110,000. So praise God. So I, if i got to do that to get rich, no, forget it. I'll just stay a poor guy. Praise God. But I thank God for the word of God. Okay? He said, oftentimes, he said, can you believe? If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe. And straightway the father of the child cried out. That's what he said. He said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. And uh, if you want to know the translation of it is, this is Hall's translation. God, as soon as you do this, all my doubt and my fears and my unbelief is going to go. So you help my unbelief because I got to see that miracle now. I'm tired of it all these years trying to destroy my son. One day, uh, he's going to kill him uh, if you don't do something. So what I'm telling you, how desperate are you uh, to have a change uh, in your life? Uh, How desperate are you, uh, amen, to have the impossible that the world thinks uh, to have the possible? You know, there's a scripture that said the devil is out to kill to steal and to destroy. He wants bad things happening to you. Little child. Who wants to pick on a kid? You want to get vengeance on disobedience? When your obedience is fulfilled. Talking about bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled because he said vengeance is mine I will repay saith God so you wonder why God allows sick people and demoniacs amen and depression and oppression of the devil because he wants some Holy Ghost apostolics to step in and say hey I want something impossible To be possible in your life. The devil don't like no shouting going around here. devil don't like no truth going around here. I don't care what the devil don't like. I am going to live in truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Let's see what else happened. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together and rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, That dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more. 
into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him as one that was dead. And so much that many said, he is dead. But what happened? Jesus reached down and picked him up. He picked him up. Uh, he, picked, he lifted him up and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, the disciples said unto him privately, privately, why could we not cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. So if you really want something from God and you don't get it, I remember when I was seeking the Holy Ghost. And I said, boy, I, I wanted to study about people. I, I figured uh, the, the people that were with Jesus Christ were the ones you should learn about. Hey, they were with him. They were good examples. If you want to learn about uh, apostolic ways, come to an apostolic church. Don't go to uh, someplace that don't even think fat meets greasy. Praise God. Don't ask somebody that's never experienced the Holy Ghost. A life-changing experience where you got the power of God living on the inside of you. Amen. That you can overcome doubt and, and, and fear. Hey, I, I, did, I did a lot of swapping. I took uh, fear. I took uh, uh, questioning and, and unsettledness and, uh, and, and, and weakness. And, uh, you know, I thought I had fun. I thought I had a fun. I didn't start enjoying life until I was exposed to truth. Fact is, it goes beyond happiness. It goes into joy. There's another scripture where it says I, I, that my joy shall remain in them. That's another subject. But I'll tell you what, if you want joy, the Bible said leap for it. Leap for it. You want joy? Why don't everybody stand? Why don't we just do that? Why don't everybody stand? The Bible says leap for joy. So everybody, leap for joy. Okay, you might sit down. Hey, you know what? Most everybody's smiling. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. Leap for joy. Yeah. Praise God. When a devil bothers you, when he gives you a rough time, you leap for joy and you tell him, I'm going to invite somebody else to church. You done, you done messed with the wrong guy. I'm going to witness to somebody. I'm going to pray a little more. I'm going to read my Bible a little more. I'm going to encourage somebody. Amen. Somehow, some way, it's going to be all right. Amen. If really, if you think about it, things aren't as bad as they seem. Praise God. I got a flat tire. It's not that bad. Yeah, but uh, you could say that. I've had flat tires before. Amen. I've had uh, elderly ladies driving, nothing against elderly ladies, but she just happened to be elderly. And she was driving 10 miles an hour, pulled out in front of me. I said, oh, God. I, I'm going to be late for church. And then the Holy Ghost spoke to me in a thought. I put that, that uh, elderly lady in your life to slow you down. Because there's a wreck up ahead and you would have been a part of that wreck. There we go. Bad wreck. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, lady. Thank you. Hallelujah. It's not as bad as it think. you think it is. All things work together for the good. To them that 
love God to those who are called according to his purpose. So if he's got a purpose in your life and something happens, that was an evangelist that uh, he ran out of gas. He was going to preach a revival somewhere out west. I remember, I don't remember who it is. I'll think of it in a minute, but anyway, he's going to preach a revival. And here he ran out of gas. He was so embarrassed. He ran out of gas. He says, here comes this guy. And he said, what's happening? He said, I ran out of gas. He said, I'll get you some gas. He said, I'm so embarrassed. He said, really? Where are you headed? He said, I'm going to preach a revival at so-and-so's church. He said, what's your name? He said, he said his name. He said, really? I'd like to come to church with you. He said, I, 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 I've been wanting to hear you preach for a long time. I'm going to tell you what, we can either look at it, it's all in how we look at it. Either you got a good attitude or a bad one. And I want a good attitude. I, I even call, I'll get so high as say it, I want a good altitude. I want to get above all my problems. Praise God, I want to get above all my problems. Amen, it's not as bad as it really seems. Amen. Picking up the material there. Amen. Uh, all our supplies out there for Old Settlers Day. It's not as bad as it seems waiting out there for the material to arrive. Praise God. We'll go into that some other time. But I'm going to tell you what. You can, you, can, you can enjoy life. I believe that's what God wants us to do. And so if he wants us to enjoy our life, why don't we come into, we come into his house? Why don't we let him have a good time? Hey, we're visiting him. We just don't lay back. You, you know, you just don't. You've got to be careful who you say just make yourself at home in the house of God. Amen. Praise God. They might just do that. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, when we come to the house of God, I want to acknowledge him. Hey, how you doing, God? I'm doing great. And I want God to do great. I, I, I want to make him happy. He invited me to the house of God, and he allows me to feel his presence. Oh, yes, I'm glad to be in the house of God. I'm glad to come visit, amen, with the rest of my family members. Amen. I feel a kindred spirit here. Fact is, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Oh, hallelujah. All right. Enjoy living for God. I don't have this pious look. Where are you going? I'm going to church. I gotta go to church. Man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going to the house of God. Praise God. You know, I believe God. The way He, the way I feel His presence, I, I feel like He's glad I'm here. I feel welcomed. I feel like He likes me being here. Praise God. Oh, that's amazing. That don't happen every place. Praise God. The people are not. They have this sign that uh, I did some work on this guy's house. And he has a sign that says, all friends uh, are, 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 are to bring joy. Some when they come and some when they leave. And I'm glad it's not there with this. <laughs> See, I don't know if I would have a sign like that in front of my house. But praise God, I feel good in the house of God. And I believe God wants us to feel good when we do come into his house. Because he said, you know what, I want them to come back. You know what, another scripture said that he inhabits the praise 
of his people. So if we can all get together with one mind and one accord and say, Father, pick us up. We love you. We love what we feel here. You know what? He's just going to inhabit, inhabit where we're at. And you can feel the glory of God. Nothing greater than the presence of God. So if you really want something, you'll fast. Push the plate away. Some people fast by, for dieting. Hey, if that's all you can do, all you can do is, uh, all you're doing is uh, you're, you're uh, starving yourself. But if you read the word of God and pray, then guess what? You get spiritual nourishment. Praise God. This is colder than I normally do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew chapter 7. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm saying I just got the wrong book. Praise God. Chapter 7 of the book of Matthew. All right. This is an easy one. If you don't recite scripture, you can do it with this. Ask. Everybody say ask. ask. A-S-K. You know, God loves us to ask things from him ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you for he that asketh receive it he that seeketh find it and he that knocketh it shall be opened unto you ask ask okay there you go you've got a lesson on how to memorize a scripture you got that one you better learn that one ask if you will ask, it's, it's, it's in the word of God. If you will ask him, well, they didn't receive it. Have you ever, have you ever knocked at somebody's door and uh, they don't hear you? They're in the back. So what do you do? Nobody's home. I'm just going to go. Oh, no. Yeah. If they don't come there, you go to the back door. Praise God. If you believe somebody's there, you keep on knocking. Somebody's going to open the door. Let me get rid of that guy. Let me find out what's going on. If you really want something from God, you're going to ask, you're going to seek, and you're going to knock. For he that asketh receive it, and he that seeketh find it, and he that knocketh it shall be open unto you. You're going to get your answer. I said you're going to get your answer. It might take a little while. Uh-huh. It might take a little while. Persistence gets the assistance. I am Mr. Persistent. Isn't that right? <laughs> I, I'm going to keep on to you. I want to know. Praise God. I am going to get my answer. So if you want to say, don't listen to somebody. I ain't going to church. I ain't going to church. You can't get no answer. You ain't asked nobody. 
And you sure ain't come here. If you can't get any answers, it's really you left before the answer came. Oh, praise God. All right. So I got you out of order here. Let's go to Matthew 17. Oh, thank God. It's been a long time. We come here in 97, and then we left. We stayed here two and a half years and went to Lawrence. And I'm still glad. So glad y'all are still here. Praise God. Praise God. I'm so glad that y'all are still here. Matthew chapter 17 and verse number 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic. Sore vexed, for oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples. They could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured. I guess that's the same one. Praise God. But anyway, he, he cast that devil out. He cast that devil out. And why did he do it? Because the dad asked the Lord to do it. He asked him to do it. I don't know about you, but if overshadowing the womb of a virgin to get her to where she can have a child and then casting the devil out of a boy who's been with him ever since he was young and God healed him. I'm just wondering what kind of problem do you have that you could ask God to take care of it for you? Since it said that nothing is impossible. And if you've heard those two miracles, don't you think God can take care of anything else? I'm going to ask you another thing. If I repented, and I know a bunch of you have, and got baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins, and got filled with the Holy Ghost, and I became born again, that is the greatest miracle of all. To take uh, a, 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 a nature of sin out of our lives and to put in us a nature uh, to please God. We traded that old sinful, sinful nature. We became born again. A spiritual birth. If God can do that, everything else is simplicity. Need a job? No problem. Need a healing? No problem. You know, some people say, well, God didn't heal everybody. Well, you know what I say to that? I see all the places where God did heal. There's a place where it said, and he healed them all. All the people that God brought to him. So if you ain't in that all group, I would keep praying till I got in it. Till you say, praise God. Well, I thought I was, well, hey, look, do some fasting. Push away. Oh, I, I fasted. Well, I fast some more. I've never read on an epitaph of someone who died that they died from praying too much. Have you? I never read on a bio, on an epitaph where somebody died from going to the house of God too much and fasting too much. No, they do that in prison. You know, but we don't read. I still haven't read one. 
I, I, I guarantee you, they go on a hunger strike. <laughs> they don't tell you the whole story. Yeah, somebody snuck them in some food somewhere. And it might show the guards that they, they uh, fasted. But I guarantee you, somebody put a cake in there or something. They fed them. I can't believe they go on a hunger strike and had not eat. I, I don't believe that. Praise God. Pray for me. Uh, I don't believe that. It's hard for me to believe that. <laughs> Let's go to Psalms 34, 1, 7. 1 through 7. Oh, praise God. Thirty-four. Seventeen. The righteous cry. Everybody say the righteous cry. And the Lord heareth. And delivereth them out of some of their troubles. You know what? I know, I know you've had some little trouble. But, you know, hey, look. Give me a break. Ah, oh, that's too hard for me. No, no. It, it says, he delivered them out of them all. Do so you got a problem? Somebody said, well, I get tired of, I, I, get, I don't want to bother God. Hey, look, I'll bother him. I'll bother him. I don't feel good. And somebody said, I can't pray for myself when I get sick. Get around me. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Hey, look. I'm a crybaby. Oh, God. I don't want nobody else to know this. But I'm hurting. you got to heal me. I'll let him know. Hey, look. I hope you don't ever get sick and tired of me, God, saying I love you. Uh, he, he, he's got to heal me. <laughs> he's got to heal me. He won't turn me away. He said, man, I, they, keep, they keep telling him they love him. They love me. i, I got to touch him. I, I want to heal him anyway. And maybe he can start saying, Thank you, Jesus, instead of, God, I can pray for myself when I'm sick. I can. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. If the righteous is sick, pray. Oh, I can't, I can't pray for myself. I, I can. I can pray for myself. Oh, yeah. I don't have no problem. No problem. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Everybody say all. all. That means not some. That means all. Praise God. Let's go to John chapter 5. Oh, praise God. I think the Lord has a sense of humor. He made human beings. Praise God. Ain't that right? Brother Larson. Yeah. Brother Hilton. God's people are funny. <laughs> they don't look funny. They're just funny. Praise God. That's right. He said he beautifies the meek with salvation. Can you say amen? So we could say we look good. We look beautiful. And the preacher's got beautiful feet. It said, how beautiful are the feet of them that bring glad tidings of good things. we got beautiful feet. Because we're bringing, we're bringing some happy news to you. Do you know, I think it's in uh, uh, Romans chapter 12. It said, and, uh, uh, 
to where uh, be not conformed to this, uh, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. For everyone has given, been given the measure of faith. Somebody says, well, I just don't, I, I just don't have the faith to believe. What? God has given everyone a measure of faith. The Bible says it. All right. Chapter 5. Verse 1, after this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in. I want you to notice what that says, stepped in. He didn't do a belly buster or a head dive. He stepped in. Was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now, I want you to imagine this. I've read this over and over and over. But I never thought about it like this. I mean... If, if, if everybody could just, just say these were the five porches and it, you had to step into the water and you, you're down like this and next thing, somebody goes down before you. I've got to wait another year. I was so close. Where'd you come from? He got this right. I was there. I want, you to read, I want you to look at this situation here. He had an infirmity. A certain man was there that had an infirmity of 30 and 8 years. That's a long time. Never walk. See people walk by you. And they would bring him down to the pool so he could somehow get in there and get his healing. But he wasn't the only one, Bishop Regan. He was not by himself. There was other people that was there. As soon as he, yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, man, I, they beat me again. 38 years. Praise God. <clears throat> 38 years. Now, listen, when Jesus saw him live and knew that he had been there a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The man, the impotent man, answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled who, to put me in a pool, but while I am coming, another step down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole. And took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was a Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured. Is, it's a Sabbath day. It's not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. You know what? Some people had stupid remarks to say about that. They should have been rejoicing. Man, you've been 38 years. And now you're walking. Oh, I'm glad for you. I'm so glad for you. Why don't you come down here? I'll give you a shot. No, they didn't do that. They were critical of the man. What are you doing? Yeah, they need to knock him in the pool. Praise God. That guy, you, 
Look, listen to this. He answered him, he that made me whole, uh, that he that made me whole, uh, uh, the same said unto me, take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, what man is that, uh, that which said unto thee, take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus finding him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon thee. Now, I want to ask you a question. What did that guy do who had a sick, who was crippled for 30 years? Nothing. He was healed and sustained. He couldn't, uh, I mean, he was just limited. But let's go back to this right here. When Jesus saw him in chapter 6, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Now the answer he said, the impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool, but why I'm coming another step down before you. Now I want you to think about this. He didn't ask him all his situation. He just said, Will thou be made whole? Right. You know what the correct answer would be?
זה מסכם. That changed my life. That changed my life. If you want, if you want some spiritual insight, you've got to crucify the flesh. And when he, he says, if you can't do nothing but maybe one a day or one meal at a time and until you can get up to three days, I'm going to tell you what, I felt like an angel. Praise God. I don't know if anybody else thought that, but I felt like it. Praise God. Because... Because I, I, I was praying. I was seeking, seeking God. I was reading my Bible. And uh, you, you, don't, you don't get carnal when you're fasting. Get you tired for that. You want your energy. You can't. I'm not going to argue with you. No, praise God. So, let's go to uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now, we read about Jesus. Jesus having miracles. He performed miracles. Now, we're going to read about some preachers. Some preachers. Everybody say some preachers. You know, it can happen to a saint who's praying and seeking God where they can pray over their little ones and God take the fever. It's not just, well, we got to call faith. Y'all can do it too. But don't get to the place where we can have church. We don't have to go to church. No, don't get that way. But, you know, hey, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth. Uh-huh. All right, uh, chapter 3, verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms. Of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms? That's a gift. I need something. Either money, watches, whatever. You know, give an alms. That's what he was doing. He was wanting something about you. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms? And Peter fasting his eyes upon him with John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. I'm telling you, when you come to the house of God, you can come expecting something. You can look on us and say, I'm expecting you to do something for me. Like what you're talking about. What you're singing about. What you're so excited about. Why you come here, why you get your Sunday best clothes, get the shower and clean up, get your best clothes and come to the house of God. You want to look your best because you're serving the best. You're coming into the presence of the best, the only one true and living God. And then when I come to the house of God, I want something from you, God. I need direction. I need a, a, a touch in my body. I need a touch in my mind. I need things cleared, some thoughts. I want, I want some joy. Look on us. We got the goods. We got the goods. You need something from God. The Bible said, uh, uh, he that believeth and is baptized in the 16th chapter of Mark. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. 
and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Guess what? Look on us. You got the devil problem? Hey, we can run him off. We can run him off. He can't stand Jesus' name. We have the authority. When you uh, repent and get baptized in Jesus' name, get filled with the Holy Ghost, you have the authority of his name. You have the authority of his name. Amen. The devil has to flee. He can't stand the blood. He can't stand the name of Jesus. Praise God. And we get the musicians to come. <clears throat> when he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of him. Verse 6, and Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted, up, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered into the, with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and leaping and praising God. You know what God wants out of you? That when he heals you, when he touches you, he wants you to have a good attitude. He don't want you to get bitter and bad about, oh, why did you let this happen to me for so long? And how many people passed me up? And how many people said some bad things about me and made fun of me? What he wants you to do, he wants you to get an altitude. Amen. Well, you're high above all those problems. He said, if I can heal your body, if I can touch your mind, amen, and if I can do for you what you need to do and say, God, if you can take care of that, you can take care of everything else. I, when I came to God, I said, I thank you with my mouth. Now I want to thank you with my life. Amen. And that's my altitude. Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to know. You know, I, I go by, you go by a good store and say, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? They want to help you. They want to help you find what you need. They want to, they want to help you out. They want to make sure that you're a happy customer. Praise God. They, they, they want to make you happy. When you come into the house of God, we're saying, what can we do for you? What do you need? God can take care of anything. Anything. Nothing is impossible with God. So, what I'm asking you, Pastor, can help you tonight. If you really want something from God, nobody's going to make fun of you. Fact is, I wasn't worth shooting. 
I wasn't worth putting in prison. I was a bad cat. But God changed my life. He made me in, and he's still working on me. But I like it, and I'll let him work on me because he's not going to do me no harm. All he does is made me feel good and blessed me and protected me and guided me and led me and teaching me and let me feel his presence. You want something for God? Why don't you come out to the front right now? I want you to reach out to him and say, God, I want you to do something for me. We're here to help. He's saying, what would you like? He's saying, what would you like me to do? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want prayer, you come out here, and I'm telling you, God can do what you want.